everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of Real Estate Podcast. I'm here with Adam. I'm here with Travis. And I'm here with Griffin. It's Spooktober. I am the winner. And I won, so I got to pick. Kind of weird, um, though, because you won your own game. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't cheat. I don't know. There's man. no... Uh, I mean, I, I, I'll give scouts on or whatever I got to do. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'll swear to the fucking Trumps. I don't care. You'll swear on the on the Trump. <laughs> I'll swear on the Trump hat. Swear on the Trump <laughs> tower. That's it. <laughs> Place your hand on the Trump hat. Yeah. <laughs> you swear to tell the Trump nothing but the Trump. So Trump, Trump you got. got. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, so we got to watch the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And uh, I got notes. Okay, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. What about you, Trav? Um, surprisingly, it's only been about a year since I last watched this. It's not surprising at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, what about you, Adam? How long has it been? This was the first time that I've seen the. Was it 1978? Uh, I believe so. Okay, it was seventy something. I want to say this right off the bat. I've never seen this movie before, but I've seen this movie before. Yeah, for real. Like, so many like, movies yeah, take yeah. from this film. I feel like this is the first one. Yeah. It like, has you know what I mean? Be. This is the first one. This is where it started. This is where you get the scene where all the friends are riding in the car. Yeah. On their way somewhere. Cabin in the woods, blah, 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 blah. All these fucking movies. I was sitting there watching it, and I could see... I could see Devil's Rejects. I could see yeah. all these fucking movies, man, just playing yeah. out. And I was like, "Holy shit!" They they all took from this. Yeah, this. I think this is ground zero. I want to do a supercut of this film where you replace all of the death with like funny shenanigan scenes, <laughs> and call the movie "God Damn It, Franklin." Yeah, <laughs> for real. They right? should just call this movie "Scream." Yeah, ah. because this movie was I had to turn it down because I was like the person next door is going to think I'm watching like rape porn or something you know because <laughs> it was just constant <laughs> alright I want to talk about this at the beginning of the movie we get this over the top fall alright oh my god he yeah. tumbled and tumbled and tumbled and he was just like uh, 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 uh. I mean it yeah. was weird but this whole this van scene when I was watching that I was like I've seen this a hundred times yeah, right. <clears throat> and it's exactly like that. Like, you got the friends in the van, they're all bullshit. Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these movies, man. And I was like, this is cool. Like, yeah. they all pulled from this. I mean, this is the, I mean, this is kind of the OG, right? I mean, before. Oh, yeah. Freddie and Jason and um, what about Halloween? Halloween? I'm pretty sure it's before. I don't remember in Halloween them driving in a car on their way somewhere to get slaughtered. Let's see. And having I'm that look, talk. I'm going to look up Halloween. But that's that's because Michael brought the slaughter, though. Yeah. yeah. He brought it to you. 1978 yeah, Halloween. So Sorry. this year. You didn't, you didn't need to be in BFE uh, to fucking eat your dose of Michael. So it was the same year. No, Texas Chainsaw came out in 74. Okay, it was 74, man. So it's the first, man. I mean, yeah, this it, was the first one that was like, all right. Well, the guys, you know, he said it. He said. 
I wanted to see. I wanted to make. You know, I wanted to see this movie. There was nothing out like this at the time, and I was like, "This is what I want to see." Uh, holds up. Oh, absolutely! I enjoyed the shit out of it. Like, I mean, one of yeah. one of the coolest scenes in the movie. Uh, when the guy first goes into the house, they had no fucking business snooping around in. Fuck right? no! Right. When you see a field full of cars with camouflage over it, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we, in a well, generator, I'm like, somebody's here. You know, why are all these cars <laughs> here? It's people that they killed. You know, we gotta go. But here's the thing: when well, they I mean, went inside, no, when they went inside, dude opened the door. Big reveal: Leatherface, bam, in hits the head him in the, the head, and then he drags his body in there, and he looks back at the camera, and he slams that fucking door. You know, <laughs> it was amazing. That was right? so cool. When he slammed that door, I was like, shit's going down. That was just a really cool scene. Some really good camera work in this movie. Yeah, that's what I was wanting to comment on. I mean, really good camera work. Yeah, it was the the way that he moved the camera and yeah. stuff was fucking incredible. Yeah. You know, yeah, the st- the steady the steady cam work was good. Yeah. One shot, and it's a, it's an insignificant shot, but it's still a well done one at that. Was because I, I don't know. I just maybe I have like an over exaggeration of how I think a lot of movies in the seventies were filmed. But the shot when they're pulling up into the gas station and it, it, it the, the vehicle stops right in front of the camera, but the camera's still moving to the side a little yeah. bit. And then they get out of the van and then it continuously moves over to where, you know, it shows them walking up and everything. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. Call me uneducated in older movies, but I feel like, you know, like that was a, that was some, that was a steady move. Yeah. Yeah. The shots that stood out to me was at the end when uh, the girl's at the gas station, the guy's trying to get her back in the truck, and the camera's like right there on the truck. Yeah. His door yeah. was center frame. There's just something about that shot. They held on it forever. Yeah. You know, he went into the truck. He's like, fuck it, left the light on. He went back, closed the door. I'm pretty sure they were cooking people. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And then there was yeah. just the scene where whenever they were like screaming and shit, and it, the camera was zoomed in on the house, then it pulled out all of a sudden. Yeah, and it got blue, and then all of a sudden it was the moon. Yeah, that was a cool shot. Mm-hmm. Like, no. oh yeah, a lot of the tra- a lot of the transition shots were really good. Well, one of my favorite shots was whenever uh, the girl and the guy goes to the house. You know, the guy goes up there first, first and then she's sitting in that swing. Yeah, with her jacket. Yeah, and then she stands up, and the camera is like below her, but looking up from behind her at the house, it just. It's like the house is its own entity, yeah, kind of like, like it Evil Dead is. Yes, and it just has this menacing look. I mean, on the outside, it looks just like a normal, nice, you know, Not when you go in farm farm style house. But damn, whenever she got well, in there in the bone room, God. Well, like I don't know uh, when they first roll up on the one house and it's just completely covered in overgrowth. What to me, the fuck that, were they that's doing like at a, that house? That was like a, that was a really big, well, I mean. That was the, the first bad lieutenant. That, first bad lieutenant yeah, decision of picking the guy up that marked the fucking van. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also the bad lieutenant decision had to be, fuck Franklin. Who cares about going to your old daddy's fucking plantation home? Was Franklin the one in the like, wheelchair? Yeah. Sally! Sally! Well, and I I don't, I I don't know how you guys are. Maybe this is terrible on my part, but when you go, when you go through a small town, I think, I think horror films have nailed it. 
you can tell a oh, lot yeah. by how the town is going to be by going to the gas station. In the it. gas station oh, yeah. in the heart of the town. Yeah. Hell, um, this town only had one, probably, and that was it. It had uh, one pump. I thought I, I, I couldn't help but keep cracking up every time. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they ever gave that character a name. But when they got to the gas station and that boy kept dragging that soap out to wash the car and he he would stop as the guy would turn around to walk off. But when he would come back and say something else, the boy would come back up and just keep washing again. Yeah. No, man. How fucking creepy. The hitchhiker dude, the whole family, man. Oh, you mean James Franco? (laughs) Yeah, right. Hitchhiking James Franco? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was a note I wrote down. It's like, how many times have I seen this movie? These kids riding in this van, going somewhere, riding riding on the highway to hell, because that's, that's the destination. Yeah. I mean, this movie teaches you, don't go fucking around on some other dude's property. Especially in the country. Yeah, I mean, well... What about our, um, at the the opening? They're going to the the cemetery because somebody's been digging graves up and taking the remains the out of the graves. Yes. And um, they get to the graveyard, and the one dude is sitting there. Was it Franklin? He's sitting there, and the guy's... They let these people do whatever they want or something like that, something to that effect. Just kind of like... Get, he's like he even says that you think I'm just a crazy old man, but you just have no idea. And it's just like it's so stereotypical now. You know what I mean? But in hindsight, in '74, well, like time, yeah, I knew I mean, what was happening. Oh yeah, I knew when she ran into the store. I was like, well, this guy's fucking Captain Spaulding for sure. You know, and he's yeah. gonna take her ass back to the damn funny farm real quick. Like, yeah. I knew it was gonna happen. I could just you and it's from all these other movies I've seen. Never seen this one. I knew I was like, nah, she's going back. Yeah. Um shit, I had something and I lost it. Sorry. No, um well the the, 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 the guy at the the guy at the graveyard. Oh, um well they leave the graveyard, they get to the the dude at the gas station, like, he tries to tell him, like, look, don't go down that road. Um, Is that the guy that was? Yeah. Okay. Now that had to be their dad or their uncle. I think it was their dad, right? It was their uncle brother. Okay. Uncle brother. (laughs) I I think so. Their their bronco. Their bronco. You could tell by their teeth that they were definite. Their 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 family tree went straight up. Yeah. Do you remember the the bronco joke, Adam? I don't know. I mean, it's been many years, but I, I only remember that from uh, back at D's Comedy Cafe when you and when you and I uh, helped transport all those speakers over there yeah, for us. Watch the show, which was great. yeah, like that, that. That was that was one of the guys' uh, punchlines. Like, I wish I remember the dude's name because he he put on a great show. Yeah, but I've heard. I remember, I remember Drunkle, but not Brunkle. But that's funny. Like, I mean, he was making he was making a, a typical Southern incest joke. Yeah, was this he, the guy with the dip can thing? Yes, yeah. that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah, that. that was him. But uh, drunkle. But, Everybody's got a drunkle, right? Hey, just so you guys know, I'm gonna be a drunkle. <laughs> what? For, yeah, my uh, Saturday night, my brother and sister-in-law told us to pop the cherry. <laughs> Yeah, they're having a baby. 
you gotta you gotta totally be the uncle from vacation. Oh, I will. Now it's you gotta be, be a uncle. man from uncle. Oh shit! You know what I'm saying? A spy. <laughs> um. So anyway, the the dude at the gas station's like, "Look, man, you don't want to go up that way. Like, it's the house is maybe there, but you don't want to visit because just don't. I mean, yeah." And of course, you know Franklin wants to fucking piss off up there. You in know the wheelchair. what I mean? Fucking come all on. I gotta say is Franklin. If if I was there, I'd be like, "Look, Franklin, you cool and shit, but you're holding us back, dog." Yeah, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you know? like yeah, you couldn't even get in the house when they got there. Everybody went in the house. He was just outside wheeling around, like guys. Yeah. Or how about or how about the lack of concern of getting him to like first aid for that cut that weirdo yeah, that rusty him. boot razor blade <laughs> yeah that the, that, that the that the woman turns around and uses to i think open food or something yeah well he used his like, knife in his boot to cut him and then he got out and he rubbed the blood on the side of the van. No, no, but but his pocket knife that he got back, oh okay yeah the, the dude cut his hand on he what was that shit on his face I think it was a birthmark. Yeah. I think it. I think it was meant to be like blood mm-hmm. from the slaughterhouse, but I really think it's a birthmark. Okay. I'm, I don't know for real, but there's no <laughs> I way I would have picked that guy up. No, hell oh. no. Oh, no, no. He had a fucking no. uh, Grateful Dead pouch around his neck. You know, here's, here's, <laughs> I, I understand that like hitchhiking was more prevalent back in that time period, but. I mean, you got a size. You had to profile a little bit, you know. Here's yeah. the, here's the thing: if if I'm at the point where I need to just walk and like go down the highway, I don't want to be picked up to begin with. Yeah, like I, I feel like the stranger danger's on both sides, man. Like, yeah, that that that's creepier to me being a than being in the vehicle and just seeing them on somebody on the road. Because I'm sorry. If I see you on the road Fuck and you. you're just walking, you're gonna keep walking, motherfucker. Because yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't expect I don't expect anyone no. to fucking. Do I don't that even for me. look I at cars when they that. go by. Like, will you stop and pick me up? Because I know it's not Hell happening. No. I don't want to ride with you. I'm walking. I'm good. Yeah. Well, my first mission is to not have to be walking down the fucking road. Yeah. At all. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. But I mean, when you see somebody senior, walking down the road, you're like, what did you do? To put yourself in this, you know, situation. Yeah. Why are you here right, right now? Why are you walking? It, it, well, I mean, especially now in the age of technology where we can call somebody, call a service. Hell, even if you're in the middle of nowhere, call the police. Yeah. Um. There's just, there's really no rhyme or reason for someone to be walking down the road other than they're choosing to do it by whatever reason. Yeah. Well, so and, hitch, I mean, hitchhiking is is obsolete as fuck, and I'm sure people still with, do it. Yeah, but but yeah, but oh, not like they used to. Oh yeah, and I mean, with the rise of stuff like human trafficking, that's pretty much like put a damper on hitchhiking as far as being a viable option to use. You know? Yeah, yeah. just murder in general. Yeah, because yeah, right. I mean, dude, my grandfather hitchhiked to Florida, New York, like. Jesus. He just walked out and caught a ride. And then when That's, they, you know, they're like, this is where you get out. This is as far as I'll take you. You just catch another one and another one and another one. Like, I couldn't imagine. Nah, dude, especially being like 16, 17. 
I'd yeah, be scared shitless. I'd be like, this motherfucker's going to offer me an apple with a razor blade in it. Well, I mean, that, that just that just kind of goes to show you, like, how the times have changed, like, for the worse. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> now, I could talk about hitchhiking all night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. I give it no stars, about, you know. We could probably have a, we could have a separate podcast just talking about the world as it is. You know yeah. I mean. Well, but, uh. But one thing that I thought was cool about it is, I mean, we've seen those movies where it's like you pick the hitchhiker up, you carry the hitchhiker to the house, they get the people in the house. I like how, you know, this is the OG. This is, you know, ground zero. I, I thought he was going to take him to his house. Yeah, but that didn't happen. No. He's just, they kicked his ass he out. Marked he marked the vehicle. Yeah. Which and was next they, door to him. The house was next door. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I... I I, I kind of had a hard time putting together exactly how far they drove, like how far, how much mileage was between the places that they went in this film, because it seemed like it was, they weren't, it wasn't weren't too far really, from that store because yeah, they like ran they, all the they, way over they to it. On the, yeah. They weren't on the road really that long, but there were moments where it seemed like they drove forever and it seemed like they were miles out. But at the same time, like you said, place they wanted to go was like a stone's throw from where they were talking to the well at the beginning the, the beginning had the most driving and they went to the graveyard and then they went to the house yeah so they doubled back over yeah and then you know they had a lot of a lot of dialogue to shoot so yeah they're like just keep driving yeah which is cool you know it, it was real driving it wasn't no fucking green screen driving i like that for sure that wheelchair ramp yeah, makeshift. That was two pretty, by fours. Yeah, fuck it. You know, they had to make new. It's the seventies, baby. Yeah, traffic, <laughs> baby, little traffic. Yeah, you know, Franklin, you ain't got no legs. Yeah, <laughs> um, you can't go down that hill. Well, th- think about this though. They went in and got the barbecue and ate the barbecue. That was people. That was people barbecue. Yeah, Franklin was gnawing on that shit, wasn't he? Then he started. Oh, yeah, the van is marked. Like the, I don't know if it's because I was watching this with all the other horror films that we've seen that dealt with um, some sort of cannibalism of some shape or form, you know. Yeah. But I feel like the subtle implication was enough. That, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it was like enough. because they really they never really came out and nah. said it, but it's almost like you got a, the point you, across. You yeah. yeah, you knew. And I don't know about you, but sometimes in movies, the way they depict people eating food is disgusting. Is almost, is, yeah, it's almost more disgusting than some of the more over-the-top kills that happen. Yeah. Well, it's like the beginning of Dexter. <laughs> well, even <Yeah>. and just, <laughs> I mean, just as far as like pulling out of the void – the uh, the scene in Inglorious Bastards where they're eating that dessert. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait for my it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, my was, it was gross. Uh, and just the way, like, whenever they got that barbecue in the movie, uh, the way a dude just was sitting there, he just gnawing on it. You know, it was just yeah. like that's fucking gross, man. Yeah. Let's talk about um, the interior design skills and furniture making of this family because they are on a whole nother level. Well, I mean, you know, I guess 
I mean, it goes without saying that obviously Leatherface and the whole Chainsaw story in in and of itself, it's all based on the life of Ed Gain. Loosely based, I guess. Right. So, I mean, you know, you got all the typical Ed Gain fare. Like, you've got... Yeah, making shit out of body parts. Yeah, lampshades made out of skin. Yeah. I make a a shoehorn out of your shin. Yeah, I mean... You know. uh, The room where the chick walks in and falls down and there's just like... Now, the only thing that I know that as far as like it's... I mean, the movie's dated. I mean, it does hold up, but one of the things that really made it dated to me as far as like how they depict like really macabre scenes and places and films nowadays was just something as simple as him being in this room with, or that girl being in that room with all these bleached white bones just laying everywhere. That was a weird scene. Why was that Um, chicken in that cage? I mean, because Leatherface, dude. <laughs> I mean, that was my only question, really, in the movie. Is like, what the fuck is that chicken in that cage for? Well, well, here's my thing. Like, those humans must have been, like, finger-licking good because, like like I said, those bones were way too clean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, to, to, to have such a really good, you know, you know, guy, you know, running the, the special effects and stuff for the film – You'd be like, man. You could tell you they to went dirty. to the store and bought it brand new. <laughs> well, like they need they need to dirty it up a they, bit, boost yeah. it up a bit. Dirt, well, yeah, dirty it, make it look real. Yeah, I mean, as real as Grandpa a, looked. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. these, I mean, all these bones look like they were out in the desert and they just picked them up. Yeah. I just thought about it like this was like a hobby for him. Yes, yeah, I mean, side project. House, you could tell. Yeah, it was a side project. Like, and here's the. <laughs> Here's the thing. What's up with psychopaths and really weird bone wind chimes? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What was all the bones hanging in the living room and shit for? Like, was that was that to, mean, so you could hear if somebody came in? Did I, I noticed that he had like I, a strings hanging in the living room I with bones, and it was coming down like you know waist level. I think it was just because Leatherface. Um. I don't know what was more disgusting out of, besides Leatherface as a character or any of his, you know, but the fucking grandpa, the way they <laughs> did his makeup was like, I would be so fucking freaked out if I was in a room with something like that. Yeah. yeah. It looked weird. He was all pruney. We're going to let you do it, grandpa. I thought he was dead. <laughs> I didn't I know too. Yeah, well, like, I know so they brought I, him down there and cr- stuck a f- bloody finger in his mouth. He started sucking on it. Well, like I know, I know we're kind of. I know I'm kind of going a little too soon or further in the film, but that weird ass scene where they're trying to, they have her leaned over the thing and they're this trying to was take the her out, like, weirdest fucking shit ever, man. That was, and, and, I don't and, even know they how kept, they came up with that scene. When I was watching that, I was tra- like, this is fucked up, man. Like, the, like they were trying to knock her out, but he kept dropping the hammer because, you know, he's weak as fuck. But, yeah, just that whole They just that kept whole doing sequence. it and doing it and like doing it, the, and they're all, like, the laughing. And the, yeah, the dinner table weird, sequence man. was just, yeah. And you could tell, like, once again, with this film being as old as it is, that's... Uh, you could see where Devil's I mean, rejects. honestly, if if you really want to, if you really want to lay it out, pretty much every Rob Zombie film. Has Devil's just been Rejects, a man, when they were sitting there at the table. 
Well, yeah. that House of a Thousand Corpses—they've yeah. all pretty much been copy and paste of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but yeah. just with different characters and just a couple different things. Updated yeah. version. That gritty dirtiness, like I don't know, like with Rob Zombie films, when I'm done, I feel like I need to go take a shower because it's just everybody's fucking dirty, caked with mud. Yeah, uh, it's all gritty, nasty. Like I feel like I've got dirt between my toes when the damn movie's over with. <laughs> like it's just really, yeah. And, and 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 as old as this film was, like I feel like it's still capitalized on that. Like it's still really, you know, it was just a really nasty. They, they really nailed that dingy, nasty psychopath home. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these dudes have been at it for a minute, and God knows how many motherfuckers they've killed. You know what? What's crazy is that bone, the bone room. I guess you would call it, where that chick stumbles in there. Yeah. I mean, it's. Bones from humans, animals. It didn't matter, you know. Like it was just bones. Dude was coming home. He had two possums. He (laughs) He had two possums. Yeah. So look what I got. I mean, they just whatever they get their hands on. They're bored, man. Yeah. (laughs) Leatherface needed an Xbox or something. (laughs) Yeah, a proper education. Yeah. Uh, something that I, I I think bears mentioning, uh, the movie and I think like maybe two. I don't think he he did the rest of the sequels, but the film was done by Toby Hopper, I think, or Toby Hooper, I think. I, I feel like I'm mispronouncing his name. Yeah, he did um, this. He did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, which we'll be watching next week. Um, but he he's actually he he recently passed this year. Yeah. So I think it's it's kind of weird that 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 this these were our selections. I think that's why Griffin. Yeah. I mean, it was like yeah. a month ago. Yeah, he mentioned yeah, less than a month ago. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That's kind of why I went went well, with pay the, the manage dues. That's why we let you win. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. He had the he had the ghost of Toby on his side. Yeah, he's like you will watch it. Um. I mean the it was it was it was intense when it needed to be intense. I mean the pacing was great. Oh, when they stuff her in the damn freezer. What what I don't like meat hooks because oh. Oh, of this movie. Man. I mean imagine being picked up by a oh, motherfucker man. and just hung on a meat hook and there's nothing you can do. You know, while she, while this fucking thing is chainsawing your boyfriend's fucking head off, you know, while and you can see it. Well, I mean, the way the movie—I don't know if it was something they were going for. I didn't look into the writing or trivia of the film as much as I think a lot of a lot of the times that we do, we'll watch these movies and then one of us who you know, one of us who who enjoyed the film a whole lot, a whole lot will typically go look up stuff on it. But like one of the things, because horror film is horror films are usually a social commentary that's made very in a ridiculous fashion. Um, I mean that's essentially what zombie films are. It's a metaphor for you know human beings or zombies. Like we're just mindless. We you know. Um, I think in the same respect, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like you know humans are just like any other cattle. Yeah. Uh, or at least through the eyes of these really sick people, you know? Yeah. 
because that, that that they really because as I, and, and I never picked up on it a lot until actually when I watched it this go around. But they they really like the, the way the beginning of the film goes when they're talking about the slaughterhouse and <clears throat> they're going into the different ways that they that you use to to kill cattle and whatnot. They reenact it near the end in the the dinner scene and you know the scenes where. Uh, Leatherface, you know, the meat hook scene, like they just, there's these small things that kind of like have this metaphor motive, I guess, where, you know, like I said, they, you know, humans are just another piece of meat. Yeah. Human animal. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's that, I mean, if, if that doesn't give you some sort of creeped out vibe, I mean, I guess nothing will, but that's, you know, what if this is just one uh, big Peter PSA? It's just a, <laughs> it's it's definitely it's a just it's a it's a really typical metaphor nowadays. But I'm sure back then that was just a really in your face, you know. Yeah, I don't. You know what I mean? It's just like like I, or just, you know, people are animals, and you know, treated like was vegan. And, <laughs> yeah what Man. if Leatherface like Leatherface doesn't dine on him he just he's like I just want their skin but wow. the one Go ahead, the man. one dude's like I don't kill I tried it and it, it's not my thing yeah you know I just so I mean it it's not a far-fetched thing to think that Leatherface you know even though we see him eat meat you know it wouldn't be too far-fetched to just but my thing is is I mean They've killed a shitload of people, obviously, right? Yeah. But they didn't go out seeking this shit, and they didn't bring them there. These motherfuckers walk into a house that that they don't know anything about. Stand your ground. And get killed. Yeah. So, I mean, lesson learned. Don't go in anybody's house. Yeah. Unless you're invited in. Yeah. Because he ain't fucking around. No, he's playing he for damn, keeps. <laughs> he gets that that damn hammer, and it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, Shit. when he slammed that door, I was like, "Ooh!" You know, my this this movie had my favorite. Now, I have the poster for this movie, and it's a really old poster. Yeah, but uh, it's my favorite Leatherface costume is at the end of the movie when he's got the suit jacket and the tie. The suit. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's so you know, it just I just remember that like that was on, I believe it's on the front of the movie. It's kind yeah. of an animated version, right? Like they like they did like a drawing. Yeah, yeah. I have that poster, and I just always thought that was cool. So when he come running out at the end, I was like, "Oh, here it is." Yeah. And then here's our scene, you know, in the road, like. Yeah. Which had some really fancy camera work with the sunset behind him. Yeah, it looked great, right? Yeah. I mean, dude, this I wonder was what the budget was for this movie. What do you think it was? I got it right here. Fifty thousand. Yeah, I think it. I think it. I think it was at least under a million. It was three hundred thousand. Wow! And what it grows. They spend that on. Uh, who knows? All the bones, <laughs> the chainsaw. Honestly, all the gas for the chainsaw. Yeah. Or probably, or probably permits to film at all the places that they were at, because I'm sure all those houses were. I'm sure they didn't build that shit. Right. Um. What was the gross? Gr- 
30 mil. Nice. Almost 31 mil. And that's why yeah. they're still making them today. Yeah, they haven't made quite as many Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequels as, um, you know, Halloween. But they won't or, let it die. But no. They always wait but a few years say, and bring it back. I will say this. The quality of the Texas Chainsaw sequels are far superior than some of the other iconic horror franchises. I enjoy yeah. the character. <laughs> um. One of the reasons I chose Hellraiser is because we wouldn't have to go past four films. Because let's just say, like, they jumped the shark <laughs> after uh, the third film. So, I mean, as much as I enjoy Hellraiser in that universe, I'm kind of glad that they're not the films necessarily that we're having to watch this month. Right. Um, I would love for us to watch the original one day. Hellraiser? Yeah, the original Clive Barker's Hellraiser. Okay. Um, and not necessarily go into the sequels per se, which don't get me wrong, two and three, I enjoyed. But after that, I mean, yeah, it just becomes direct-to-video crap. I, did, I didn't mind four, kind of telling the history of the box and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing with it, well, the thing with me with that was just, I don't know, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a Clive Barker pure, Clive Barker purist. Sorry, that was a mouthful. But I think once you. Barker, once Barker stopped being involved with the films, yeah, uh, you can definitely tell the quality of the of the movie and the story and all that stuff well, definitely left with him. It was his baby, yeah. you know. Um, now I would love, I would love to see a Scarlet Gospels uh, adaptation. <clears throat> Where it's it basically would re- it, it you would have to completely ignore all of the origins, um, like for instance when they when they show Pinhead's uh, origin where it shows him being the pilot and he gets the box and he turns into the Cenobite and all that stuff, um, you know I would love to see the Scarlet Gospels turned into it because I don't know that, that's that's another conversation for another day. But like I said, I. I the quality of the Texas sequels are good. And even the reboots, as far as I can remember, which I'm going to enjoy watching the well, reboot. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, well, no, that's the, that's the, the, uh, that's the fourth movie. Yeah. Um, we're watching the fourth one. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's technically, there's part one, part two, part three, the next generation. And then there's the reboots. Yeah, I mean, we've got to watch The Next Generation. We have to. We have oh, to watch the yeah. one with Matthew, with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's it's Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger. Um, I don't remember dude anybody from, else. Dude, the dude from Devil's Rejects is actually in one of those sequels. He's in the second one. Uh, <sighs> which, is, which is crazy, but I, I guess that's... I assume that's probably where Zombie got got the idea to cast him from. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, dude, it's we've watched a lot of, you know, originals. I mean, we owe more credit to this movie oh, than I think any movie that we've watched this far. Yeah. Really, you know, just based on like. They completely established a genre 
that is still to this day, and it's been 74. So hundreds of movies. It's it's like 42, 43, man. Yeah, I mean, hundreds of movies, and it holds up, and it's good. It's the formula. Yeah, he created the formula. Yeah, and there everybody stole it. It's not in the damn coke vault, you know. Yeah. It's right out there for everybody <laughs> yeah. to see, you know. Yeah, I can, I can, I can get behind that. Like, I mean, I can't, I can't just right off the bat pop off a movie from an earlier time period that captures the same tropes. I'm no. sure there's some movie buff out there that can, but I will say that I'm, you know, I. I I wholeheartedly believe that if these guys didn't invent it with this film, they definitely brought it into the mainstream appeal for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of people say that the slasher genre kind of started with Psycho. Well, I mean, is this? I mean, but, would you but really it's not like this? this a, would you consider Texas Chainsaw a slasher film? Really? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I kind of. Well, I mean, there well, too. I mean. Screaming girls. Well, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, it's just, well, I mean, you know, the formula. Well, when I think of slash, well, yeah, I mean, the, the slasher film usually is. Jason. It's, it's spy typically, it's typically young damsel running through the woods from a I slow mean, approaching evil. I mean, yeah. But here's I mean, the thing. That, happened, that happened was, for like 20 minutes. <laughs> But here's, the thing. But, here's, but here's the thing, though. Leatherface was not slow moving. That motherfucker chased your yes. ass. Oh, dude, when, when the hair got I, stuck I, in like, those branches, I was like, bitch, for, fuck the hair, run! Like, <laughs> run, I mean, you better get that head thing. free. Jason and Michael at least give you a glimmer of hope. Leatherface, he's fucking, you're, you, you fucking better keep running. Yeah. Yeah. And if he don't oh, catch you, his little retarded brother will. You know, <laughs> he's fast, too. Right. <laughs> Oh, he was slashing well, the mean, shit out of well, me. I like, yeah, I like how I like how. Well, I didn't necessarily like it, but it Doesn't was creepy matter. how. Well, it was well, no, it was creepy how when they were chasing her at the end, how they were just toying with her still. Like, yeah, I mean, dude, like, like you said, the the crazy ass brother. He he already called up to her. Like he was just like seeing something like a cat playing with its food. Yeah. Oh, they were, dude. She she had to have been knocked out for a minute in that chair because when she jumped, and how many windows this bitch jump out of for real? Right. You know? Like, damn it, man. She she put. I mean, dude, she put Benicio del Toro and Wolfman to shame. She jumped out of two, and the first one was from high up. She's on second yeah. floor, like. Well, yeah. well, now that we realize, now that now that we think about it, that's probably where the budget went and all that fucking glass repair. <laughs> No, nah, man, I, people, like I was saying, people want to credit Psycho as the OG, but I don't really consider it that because, I mean, it's more of a psychological, a psychological yeah. horror film to an extent, right? Well, I mean, Psycho wasn't necessarily a, a chase you everywhere nah. film. So, it was a it was a slow, methodical observe and then kill type no. of yeah. thing. It was more of just a Seek classic. It was just a classic evil movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I this movie was a kill confirmed. Brand it. Yeah, like this <laughs> motherfucker went, dude. Dude, Leatherface will go get those dog tags. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, hell no. I really like the character. 
There's just something. Yeah, I like it, man. There's just yeah. something about Leatherface. Well, well, there, there's red, something dude. about him being grounded with the Ed Gain metaphor that makes him a like as ridiculous as the Leatherface character is. He's the kind of guy you're more likely to going to come across if you are out looking for well, something like this shit. Freddy's not real. Jason's a ghost too. You know, there's this. Like this well, is yeah. like this shit's real. Like anybody yeah. well, can I mean, do this. Well, well, just to throw it out there, uh, this year they found a couple in Russia that was murdering people and eating them. Sick. And that's... I mean, and 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 that's just that that's part of the reality that we have to face is that somewhere right now there's a creepy motherfucker wearing somebody's sitting face in his in his room that's just like doing weird shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. everything from like self-mutilation to murdering people to eating people to doing probably far worse things that I won't bother going into. Right. Um, I've been on the um, dark those, web. Those, those people exist, and Leatherface kind of taps into that a little bit, and it makes him a more frightening character to watch. I mean, you know. It's, it's realistic, man. This can happen. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, could, I'm not afraid of Jason. Weird. You know, no. Yeah, but Leatherface, fuck Leatherface. Yeah, he's There's wearing that. somebody's face on his face. Yeah, I'm gonna hit yeah. you with your face off. With your face off. What do you say? <laughs> I'm gonna hit you so hard that you're. I don't know. And never, and never mind the fact that the face, the the, the face that they made for him. <sighs> It it almost borderlines hitting that uncanny valley that yeah. makes like mannequins and shit look weird. Yeah, yeah. And they, like that that unsettling feeling. Yeah. Like if he was looking at me, or when he looks at the camera, it's really like, oh fuck! When really, he's licking his lips. Off yeah. Yeah. Get the, get the camera off that motherfucker. Well, we got like, to see uh, his fucked up teeth. Now that now that uh, his design, um. And I think a lot of old horror films probably have this same problem. The way that these these iconic characters are made are way more creepier than the way that they're put into like a modern version. Yeah. Um, the more recent Halloweens wasn't as creepy as just the classic sh- the shape the the way he he looked back in the in the day. Yeah. Um, same way for Leatherface, I think. Uh, the, the 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 reinterpretation of them, it's just almost like and i don't know blame it on the way the, blame it on mass culture in general um for me i guess it's just all the years of having been a slipknot fan hmm. uh the masks just don't like modern day iterations of of leatherface like that's that i think that's a drawback like it's where horror nowadays is just buckets of blood and no substance to it yeah this film got away with doing these horrendous things, but they, there really wasn't a shit ton of blood. No, uh, not really. Like for instance, like when he kills Franklin, when he just chainsaws the shit out of him, you there didn't was even no see blood it. flying everywhere. Yeah, you didn't. The camera like, you know, was behind it, his it, back. Like if they, if they reshot just... the Franklin scene, oh now, man, oh dude. Uh, first off, they'd, they'd probably like take Carrie. his head. They'd, they'd cut his head, and you'd see the veins shooting blood out of the arteries. They would make it so over-the-top bloody that it would not be as creepy. Yeah, well, they only had 300000 so they couldn't. 
You know, and back Which then, less is more. You don't you don't have to show well, it. And there's something about a clean, creepy look. I guess. Yeah. Well, we that's get more it. disturbing. The point that's was made. Franklin's than, uh, stomach than, is hamburger meat now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, um, it's, it says right here that <laughs> surprisingly, the film is one of the least bloody horror films of all time. This is because Toby Hooper intended to make the movie for a PG rating by keeping violence <laughs> moderate, language mild, oh, it didn't have a and, lot of nudity. Ha- and having yeah, most that, of the. I've, I don't. I don't remember any f bombs in the film. No. And having most of the horror implied off screen rather than shown in great detail on screen. However, this plan had actually backfired, made the film even more horrifying, because despite cutting and repeated submissions, the ratings board insisted on an X rating, and it wasn't until the film received the R rating when Hooper gave up and released it. Hooper had a similar rating uh, problem with the sequel. I like to see the original cut. You know what I mean? the original cut that he submitted because I mean, it's tasteful. You know what I mean? It's not right. too much. It's just enough to like, well, I think that kind of adds to what we were saying earlier. Like it's the more it, it's, it's such a realistic take on a psychopath. Yeah. That, I mean, it's something that could bother people. Yeah. I mean, you watch like Hellraiser or, you know, like Jason being a ghost, all these other characters that have that supernatural element. There's nothing supernatural no, about Leatherface man. whatsoever. Leatherface is just one of the cousins from Wrong Turn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've looked it up, um, kind of the history of the slasher films. Um, and before we got, got get to sp- the slasher genre, we got a lot of exploitation stuff. Um, but it le- it leads up to Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Black Christmas, both coming out the same year. And then um, it kind of pivots. There's a bunch of films that come out in this time, like uh, Silent Night, Bloody Night. Um Did- did Black Christmas get a modern remake recently? I, I mean, like, so. and, and by and by recently, I mean like within like the past twenty years. Yeah, uh, let me see. I believe that there was. Have you ever? You've wanna, never seen wanna, Black Christmas? Never, Adam? never heard about it. I want to say I, I want to say I've it. seen it, but I, but I feel like it was a more modern version. I don't think I saw one that was like as old as the original. You know. Yeah, the uh, remake came out in two thousand six. Okay, that's what I watched then. Yeah. The original is super creepy, man. Because, like, you see... Um, Black Santa Claus? No. Oh. Yeah, that was, like, Santa Claus from oh, Friday. Oh, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. No, nah, it's, um, <laughs> it's like there's a, a house. It's like a sorority house or something like that. Ah, okay. And and the killer's in the attic, and he's call, making phone calls and hanging up and... Saying crazy shit. So he's but calling he, them. Yeah, he's upstairs. He's in, he's in the house. Yeah. Oh my god! So it's like it's like scream. And then what are um, you wearing right now? Now the one the the one I saw of it, you know it it's definitely not the most memorable movie, but 
I remember sitting down and, and watching it, and when it was over, I was like, that was way better than I thought it was going to be. Well, I don't know if they did this in the remake, but the thing about the original was whenever the killer would come out of the attic, it was all POV. And he would like, the girls would be doing stuff and he would be all creepy. You know what I mean? He would call and do that ass? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He would be like creeping around on them and like doing, you know, creepy shit before, you know, the actual, you know, murders and all that shit happened. That's but yeah. Cool. Yeah. If, they if came we're out. Not, if we're not too uh if we're not too caught up with the movies that are going to be coming out in November and December, we should uh we should throw the original Black Christmas in there around the holidays. Oh, we should we should watch it we in December. We got to do that in December. Yes. Uh it would be cool and and this is just, you know, this is just shouting it out into the void, but like what if we could do something, I don't know. That way we could still line up with what we're wanting to do. Um, I, I'm sure, I'm sure the three of us are going to try to, to get the last Jedi watched and seen and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Does that come out Christmas? What if we did, what, what if we did like a genre hop where one week we do a horror Christmas film? A I want to do a Christmas vacation. I mean, what's yeah. up? What's that? Christmas vacation. I'm fine with that. I mean. Yeah. Shitter was it's, full. It's, oh, yes. <laughs> if you want to do a genre hop, there's your comedy. I'm just saying, if you go to a comedy, I don't want to watch a Christmas it, story. I've seen it's that hilarious. a million well, fucking well, times. Well, no, no. Here's what I'm thinking. Well, if, if we weren't going to do Vegas, or not Vegas, but Christmas Vacation, Scrooged. I was mm. going to throw out Bad Santa, the original Bad Santa. That one's pretty funny. Yeah. That's, yeah. dude, that Vegas Vacation, or Chris, I keep saying Vegas Vacation. Why? <laughs> I guess it's because I guess it's because when I think of the vacation movies, that one comes to mind first. Um, but uh, always the Christmas one. Uh, but Christmas Vacation and that and Bad Santa, those are those are two, or at least bad, uh, we can't watch them with the kids. But my wife and I will. We'll, we usually get a bad y'all Santa let the kids watch some Bad point. Santa. Do what? Y'all let the kids watch Bad Santa. Do what? Nothing. <laughs> no, are you saying don't? Y'all let the kids watch Bad Santa. Huh? No. They haven't seen it? No. Travis, man, he's supposed to be a cool parent, dog. I, yeah, but, yeah, but I draw I draw the line with dialogue such as... You draw you the line at right fuck? For a week. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I draw, no, I, I draw the line at fucking Billy Bob Thornton fucking bitch from 7th Heaven in the ass for like two, two or three minutes I mean, minutes yeah, straight. you don't want to watch that in the room with them, but I'll tell you this right now. They've already seen stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. If they watch sure. TV, man, they watch YouTube, they watch, you know, whatever, they've seen. Well, I mean, I mean I, I'm kind of hypocritical. I'll never forget the time. No, no, let's, really, let's throw this really out there. This my turn. I'll never <laughs> forget the time. I brought this movie up there and I said, you probably don't want to let the kids watch that because it was, you know, it was a little, you know. Oh, God. Is it what then, I think it is? Yeah. And then a couple hours later, DJ's like, what the fuck, Travis? And you're like, what? And you're like, <laughs> I come in here and Chloe's oh. watching this movie. I believe it was uh, the movie where they sell Hot the cars. Tub. Hot Tub Time Machine. Was it? And oh, what happened? Go, like tell I, a story, Travis. I just, okay. <laughs> hey, I did. I just want to go on record. To I any, said, don't any. let the kids watch that movie. All right, so it's back when the three of us were still playing music. We were jamming one day. 
uh, we were at the practice place and I get a text from my wife. I had already seen this movie. So I, I, I kind of knew what to expect. And, and I even went out and was like, Hey D if you're going to watch this, don't, you know, watch it in the bedroom. Don't, don't, you know, it's not a living room movie. <laughs> and, uh, so a few, you know, a few hours into our jam, I get a text from, from my wife and she's like, so the kids, uh, ended up watching some of it. So there's a scene for anyone, who, for anyone that's listening that hasn't watched hot tub time machine. There's a scene where Luke Wilson's character Luke gets Wilson. knocked or, oh, which Wilson was it? Wrong it was the Wilson, Wilson with man. the broke. It's the, no, they're not in hot tub time, hot tub time machine. Are you sure? Yeah. Who was it? Any, anyways, one of the characters gets knocked the fuck out, and they're in a sauna. So there's half-naked dudes in there, and there's just a scene where he's knocked out, and dude's coming to help resuscitate him, but there's this scene where there's a black guy helping him. And you know what they say about black guys? So, well, it's true. <laughs> what, do they say about, what do they say about it? Here's what's up. Now, listen, I'll paint the picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't remember. See, the main the main star in Hot Tub Time Machine is, uh, uh, you, you know, a guy with a radio over his head. What's his name? Um, Come on. The uh, record shot movie with Jack Black. Yeah, John Cusack. Um, He's the star in Hot Tub Time Machine. I do believe it was Luke Wilson, though. It was somebody. It wasn't. I don't think it was Hot Tub Time Machine, dude. But anyways, I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, look, look, dude's sitting in the time dude's, machine. Dude, dude's penis is like right beside his fucking face, and it's the size of a baby. It's arm. big. <laughs> and it's big and black. There's just there's just this scene where that happens, and my wife tells me that the kids saw it. <laughs> and, oh, dude, it's on screen for a solid <laughs> two and a half no, no, minutes. No the, funniest, no, the funniest thing is that my my middle child tells my youngest. This is what makes it so bad. Um, she just tells my young. She tells the young. She tells her sister. She goes, "Just close your hey, eyes and, and just just." I want to. didn't watch it. I want to throw just this out there because I just googled it. It was Hall Pass, which starred. Owen Wilson, Luke or Owen Wilson? Yeah, it was Hall Pass. Okay, I just googled it. I knew it was. I knew it was something. They, 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 anyway, they came out in case you guys want to go look at it. It's Hall Pass. It's there. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's so going to yeah, be the thumbnail this, for this episode. <laughs> so yeah, this uh, this uh, so that <laughs> happens, and it was it was ridiculous. It mm. was, I felt it was one of those moments where it's like I, I failed. As a parent, dude, well, it was on the screen for like a solid three minutes. Like, did it traumatize them? I don't think it traumatized them per se. Well, I mean, I'm sure it did at the time, but I, I would like to think that Chloe that's actually said it. something. I can't remember what she said, but at the time, I remember she said something about it. Like, yeah, I wish I could remember. Yeah, because it was ridiculous tried, what she said. Like, I've tried know, to, little kids. So. I, I, I've tried to put that out of my mind, but it's so damn funny. I'll never forget no, it. Dude. You know, it's, uh, you weren't happy about it. He was like, I told him not to watch that. Yeah. They tricked Deidre though. And said, we can watch this. Well, to my knowledge, I think, I think Deidre was like doing house stuff, like laundry and shit. She was just back and forth watching it and everything. It's one of those movies. Now nah, they did this, Travis. I remember, dude, I remember this. Because it was just, it was hilarious. But you told them no. 
you didn't say anything to Deidre. And then they like asked her if they could watch it. And she was like, sure, whatever. Yeah, I do remember. They did the thing where you, one parent tells you no like, and you no. ask the other. Yeah. It was, it was very, it was very <laughs> awkward. So did you have to have the talk after that? No, 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 no. We never spoke of it again. <laughs> it was, oh God! It's one of those. It it reminds me of a. I can't remember the whole story. And Voldemort. God, God. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I, no. It, you'll know what I mean too, Adam, because I think you were there. Um, I would. Damn it! I missed the guy, and I wish he. I wish he was with us. But it was a story that uh that Jacob Warren had told me a long time ago about some shit that went down with him and his younger brother and his. Something happens, and his father goes to to where he tells him. He goes, "We'll never speak of this again." And that was this inside joke that we all had for a long ass time. Like if something ridiculous happened at a show when we when we were playing, you know, we'd look at Jacob and we'd go, "We're never going to speak of this again." <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, was, it was, yeah, it was one of those things, man. And uh, but yeah, it, that's exactly how this situation panned out too. It was very much like uh. I'm just going to pretend today never happened. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, I uh, mean, you know, she is. So yeah, we went from, we went from Texas chainsaw massacre to hot tub time machine. Hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> so have you had the talk with them, Travis? Uh, no, you but don't have to do that age. now. We oh, live okay. in an age. We live in an age where that doesn't. I mean, did anyone have a talk with I you mean, guys? Because no one talked to me, and I knew everything there was to know. You know, our well, I'll put it this way: my old man tried to give me the talk, and, and you're it like, was like, "Dad, I know." Yeah, it it, it was that. He, you're about three years like, too late. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was. He, you know, I, I commend him for for doing the the parental duty, but I kind of stopped him where he was. Was like, "Yeah, I know." I know, I know what I need to do if that happens. I know what I shouldn't do, and well, you know, here's the thing: that, that was that. No, nah, but here's what happens: you don't have to let your kid watch shit. They don't have to know. Another kid's going to tell them. Yeah, yeah they're gonna, they're going to learn about it. There's going to be some kid at school that's like, "Hey, take this DVD home and watch it, and bring it back." You know, like, <laughs> don't let anybody catch yeah. you with it because that's giantism part five right there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's hard to get shit yeah I'll, I'll flip I'll, yeah i'll i'll never forget in high school i mean dude uh, i don't know how it is these days i'm sure it's worse with cell phones but uh i just remember in high school yeah you, you'd get the occasional uh dvd from a buddy yeah and and it would yeah, be stuck like, like you said to the case it would yeah the, the rules of pawn club yeah. <laughs> now that's a movie i want to watch that's a movie <laughs> That's porn a movie porn? I want. That's a movie I want to make. You know, you get with your buddies. They used to have these pornos you could order out of a magazine. So you get with your buddies. You get five dollars <laughs> here, five dollars here. You put uh, aluminum foil on the windows. <laughs> you send a package to a neighbor's house. <laughs> it's a comedy bit from Joey <laughs> Diaz. It's hilarious. Um. So anyway, back to the movie. Uh, yeah. So uh, about uh, Black Cox. Um, so Black Christmas, we'll have to do that during. Uh, <laughs> That's what triggered it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was Black then, Christmas. That's what it should be called, Travis. That was Black Christmas. Oh man, in more <laughs> yep, ways than one. 
Um, there's another movie that came out around that time. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's really controversial. But it's called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Never heard of it. I've it, heard of that. It's. Um, I think they're making a uh, documentary based off of. Basically, it was like um, a real life murder investigate, serial killer investigation. Where this guy would dress up kind of like uh, Jason in Friday the 13th Part 2 with the bag over his head. And he would just kind of stalk people around this small town and kill them. They never caught the guy that was doing it, but they made a movie based on it. Yeah, I, I, I think I heard of that film around the time I uh, I discovered movies like Cannibal Holocaust and Salo and... Like you said, controversial-esque films. Uh, I think it was yeah. around the same time too. I discovered Beyond the Darkness. So, but yeah. it was it was one of those it was one of those movies I could never get my hands on. So, I mean, it's out there in the ether now. It might be something we should watch. But, um, I mean, it's like people started flocking to this town. Then there was like because of the movie, and then uh, people thought that it was a documentary. Because of the way it was shot and all this stuff, like and there was a bunch. Real. Yeah, and then there was like a bunch of copycat killers that came up off of the movie. So, and I think I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe I've watched it, but I'm pretty sure there's a documentary about it about how crazy um, things got over it. Yeah, just how, just how like yeah, this little no, you know this nobody horror film that was based on what kind of had the war of the worlds effect from like back in the day when they played the, when they played it over the airwaves and people freaked out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's not bad though. I'm not saying the bag's not a good idea. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, well, don't you ask me. So, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, though, man. I mean, full star. We're going to go ahead and rate it. Go ahead, full Adam. Star, rate man. It. I'm, I mean, dude, out of Jason, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, I think that Leatherface is my favorite one because it, it, it is kind of, it's got this realistic. And then I like a lot of those movies, man. I like, uh, I really like those, uh, two Rob Zombie films. And, and yeah. you know, now seeing this movie, I'm like, well, he just pretty much just ripped off. Copy and paste. I mean, he just updated. It just looks better. Yeah. You know? Especially House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's almost cut for cut. His Leatherface you know, talks. Yeah. Hey, whenever they first come in the room and they find the guy, you know, chopping people up. Not yeah. Doctor, Not Dr. Death. You know, the skinny uh, guy with the long hair. Yeah. I forget yeah, his yeah. name. All right. Bill, he was Bill wearing Mosey. somebody's fucking face, man. Yeah. He was wearing that girl's, her boyfriend. He's like, ugh, 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 give me a kiss, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, and then, you know, just. I mean, he, he, even down to, to, like you were saying, Adam, even down to like, he even takes like some cues from the, from, from dialogue, like the way the dialogue's written. Yeah. That, that eerie, uh, I'm going to kill you, you know, type talk, you know? Um, a, a shining example of that for me recently was, uh, uh, his movie that he put out or uh, thirty one. I haven't seen um, that. No. Not 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 the best film in the world, of course, 
But I will say this. It's got the coolest opening scene that I've seen in a horror film in a long time. And it's just this. The door opens and guy walks up to the camera to where it's just a, a, a facial shot of him. And he gives this whole I'm going to kill you speech. And you're obviously it's from the perspective of who he's talking to. And it's fucking awesome. Whenever. Like that, that, that scene is what kept me watching the whole film. Whenever um, the scene where he's like, I, I am the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. Yeah. That that little bit of dialogue there, you know, when he's like, we're going to go out here and dig these guns up, and then I see it. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean that's it? And he's like, it's the end of the road, hoss. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like, still uh, smell your like, wife's pussy stink on my gun barrel. Hope it doesn't rust. The shot that I was I'm talking about from 31, he comes up and – Dude's got like this almost Joker, Dark Knight esque paint on his face, and he's just you know he says a few things, but he's like, but but first things first, I ain't no fucking clown, you know what I mean? Like just very like right off the bat, like he's fucking he's bad news. Rob Zombie, I don't think he'll ever top those two films. Like that was that to me, that's his best work. And now a lot a lot of people. I've seen where a lot of people have shit on his Halloween films. I, they're not, of course, they're obviously not as great as the originals. I think it's pretty much universally understood that you can never top the original. It's hard yeah. to catch lightning in the bottom, man. Of, yeah, of anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and it, 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 it doesn't just, it's not just for horror films. It's for just about any well-renowned Music, work of art. Yeah. But that's not to say that those Halloween films don't deserve credit because I think they're still really good movies. Yeah, they're different. They, you know, Zombie does his own. He adds his own flavor to it, which I I appreciate. Did he make it dirty? In it, did he have that dirty Rob Zombie feel? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But he had he added his thing to it. One of the best things he did in 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 those films was in the very first the, the the actual first one that he did. And it's a shot where Michael Myers, uh, and I'm not sure if y'all saw him or not, but it's a shot where Mike's walking across a field and comes up on this dude, and he stabs him. And, you you know, you have the kill scene. But it's one of those creepy shots where it's kind of far out from where they're at. Yeah. And he stabs him a few times, and there's no music, there's no soundtrack or score going on. You just hear crickets chirping. You hear the knife penetrating skin. And then he stops. And then just in a homicidal rage, he just goes back to fucking stabbing him over and over and over again. And that was just a really creepy shot for me. when I remember, I remember watching that at the drive-in and was just like, hell yeah, Rob fucking Zombie, right. good on you. Yeah. Like, I, I, mean, I, I enjoyed those. Um, re- well, the first one. The second one I haven't watched, but I enjoyed the remakes yeah, I like for what first. they were. Yeah, and I'm actually I'm, I'm excited for the Danny McBride reboot of Halloween. Yeah, I'm interested uh, to see how that goes. I'm, I'm, I'm even more intrigued the fact that they managed to bring Carpenter on board, and he's either gonna he's gonna produce, and I think he's actually gonna score it. Yeah, I heard that he's gonna do the score for it, which I'm all for. You know, I feel uh, like they're trying to take it back. How fucking scary was that noise from this movie, though? That yeah, it's fucking creepy. Yeah, man. this movie really didn't have a lot of music in it. No. Well, you know the the that classic camera sound. That's what that is. It's that really 
old school camera uh, flash thing. Alfred yeah. Hitchcock. Um, they did that. That's like that, that's almost as iconic as Leatherface itself because that thing is that sound is in every single one of those movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, so, I'm sure, there's some horror film uh, enthusiast out there that probably has that as his fucking text message notification. Yeah, right. Of course, you know. Um. So you gave it a uh, full star, full gold star, man. Full what about star. you? What about you, Trav? I give it the coveted Trav's three gold stars. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, it's quintessential horror. Um. You're probably going to be, I mean, with the exception, of course, with Adam, I feel like you're going to be hard-pressed to find anyone that, where horror films are really their main shtick, you're probably not going to find anyone who hasn't seen I it. I thought I had seen the movie. But if you, so but if you haven't. But if you, but if you I think I saw the second one. I didn't know it was the second one. You're, you're missing out on it. It's, uh, it's, it, it's like that. It's like those, it, it's like being a fan of a genre and you get exposed to like some of the early, you know, some of the forefathers of it, you know, I'll like, be honest like, with you, wait, that, I actually own this movie on DVD, but I'd never watched. It. I just bought it one time. I thought I'd already seen it. Right. And then when yeah. I watched it, I'm like, no, I haven't seen this. Like, well, like I saw the, the second one and then I saw the one with Matthew McConaughey in it. But, uh, but yeah, man, fucking it, it's worth buying. It's worth having. It's, uh, like I said, quintessential horror. Man. I'm gonna say this though: you've seen this movie before. Oh, absolutely, many times. Like now, you've seen this now, movie. If you're if you're going in, if you haven't seen the film and you're going into it, yeah, like Adam said, you've seen it. Yeah, it, it's it doesn't it's not going to break any new ground for you now, but it's definitely going to show you what it looked like before. It's going to show you where every movie that's like this got it from. You, you, you're seeing the, you get to see the, the birth of it. And like Griffin and Adam both have said already, like it, it holds up. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Nice. At like a hundred, it's like a one hour and like 23 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Tops. Well, well, it, it's it's a perfect film to throw into a movie night marathon where you don't want to sit through four three hour fucking films. It's a movie you can throw in there with a couple other uh, like minded films of the same running time, and you can actually have a legitimate movie night. And that's just one of them, and it's perfect, especially for you know we're recording this in October, so I mean it's the the it's you know. I'm sure there's dozens and millions of people that's probably revisiting it, revisiting it like at some point throughout this month. Yes, which needs to happen, you know. I mean, it needs to be shown. I don't think um, this guy got enough credit for what he did. No, I don't think he did. I've never so, heard any director or anyone say, "Well, you know, I pretty much just ripped off what yeah. this genius did in '74." Yeah. Because that'd be too easy. I wonder you know if I mean? every time he watched one of those movies, though, he was like, "These motherfuckers!" Like, at least give me a shout out. Well, here's what. Well, here's what I wonder. I wonder if the realism, like we've 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 talked about it. Um, I wonder if the realism almost hurt it, like harmed it more than benefited from it. And I know Griffin brought up that probably at the because time. of how 
because of how it was edited, that it actually had more, you know, it, it gave it more oomph than it was intended. Well, because if but, you could see the chainsaw saw on the dude, what was his name, in the wheelchair? Franklin. It would probably look, a, you know, a little cheesy, you Fake. know, just kind of shitty. Yeah. When you yeah. saw it coming but, down, the camera was behind his shoulder and that he was just bringing it down and it was dark as fuck. You but know, even, dude was carrying even, around a flashlight on his wheelchair. Like, it was just, it yeah. got the point across. But even with that, when you when you break it down at its core and, and the, the realism of Leatherface and the type of character or villain he is, when you put him up against someone like uh, Pinhead or Michael or Jason or Freddy or, you know, all the other ones that have spawned since then... That supernatural element, I think, is what will pull more people in audience-wise simply because it's not something that's completely steeped in an almost realistic setting. It has that – it's horror, but it still has that escapism that's more prevalent in those films than, say, this one. Yeah. Right, right. But, yeah, man, Gold Star, five. Yeah, I guess the coveted uh, three golden monkeys. I'm pulling that from no. something. It's gonna, be, it's, it's gonna be a real state first. This movie gets three neon stars. Oh my oh, god! Shit. Uh, the three golden monkeys is from Tropic Thunder. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Can we? I don't know if it was if it was the last episode or maybe a couple prior, but one of you two. Said something that I didn't think was possible. Oh, God. One of you actually semi-praised the Neon Demon. It was me. <laughs> it was better than uh, Necron- it Necromantic. It was better than Necromantic. <laughs> yeah. Can y'all, do you disagree? I think, well, no, I don't think that as we're slowly adding As we're more slowly more watching stack. shittier films. <laughs> it doesn't you know, look no, so bad. We, we really? No, we can't chalk it up to that. We can't, we have, I mean, the movie has to have credit where credit is due. And the Neon Demon, even though it is not by any means a great film, it is not as terrible necessarily no. as, as we've, as we've made it we out were, to We were pretty hard on the movie. Yeah, but you know. And now it's like, that a, it's like an ongoing joke to... Yeah, I don't well, remember. What did we watch before? We watched something that was great. Um, uh, Ex Machina. I mean, come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you know. Which, speaking well, of ex Ex Machina, what do you guys think of Annihilation? I'm interested. It looks oh, wow. fucking ridiculous. Wow. I mean, homie, who directed Ex Machina is doing this, and oh, I mean, it's gonna be good, man. Yeah, that was a damn good movie. Well, um. You know, uh, Neon Demon is. I came off of that high of that trailer. You know what I mean? The trailer was that, great. The trailer sold me, and I was like, I'm in for. That's where my expectations ruined the movie for me. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. I, I think that the Neon Demon is a subtle film. Uh, you know, with Ex Machina, it's just like one crazy thing after another that slowly builds up in this tension that happens with the robot and all that stuff. Whereas the neon demon was this waiting game you had throughout with little bits of, you know, semi weirdness happening here and there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could definitely see, like you said, Griffin, I could see where you were saying where 
you know, you're riding off the high of a movie that, that, that has that, that pacing like Ex oh Machina had. And then you, you, you suddenly pop in the Neon Demon, and it's just like, what the fuck yeah. am I watching? Yeah. Yeah. But I think... Yeah, I, I, th- I finally figured out what the Neon Demon was, because I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, where's Neon Demon, you know? I'm waiting for it's it. One, it's one of those films where once you watch it, it's got a ferment in your mind, that and you're like, you're, like, you're like, man, that... And I, I think the same thing can be said for the void. Once you said what you said about the void, I oh, changed, the aliens? Yeah, I changed my tune a little bit. I thought that movie. I, I loved it when that film went off the deep end. Oh, it went full blown aliens. It went full blown hell. It went full blown Hellraiser at the end, and I, I loved every fucking minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it, um, the void, something that I would like to revisit just to give it a little, you know, well, now that you know, well, yeah, I mean, it's classified as a sci-fi film. It's alien. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now, now granted, yeah, the void is not a film you can pop in and do a bunch of other shit while you're watching. No, man. It is. It is a movie that I mean, and, and granted, it it doesn't need to be under the microscope of something like Lost or a narrative like Lost, where no you have, if you don't pay it, if you don't pay attention, you're lost. But at the same time, a lot of that film is churned out with the dialogue and paying attention to how the edit is happening and the cues that's going on. Yes. Yeah, you know, because I mean, the whole time it keeps cutting to that landscape, and the first couple times it did it, I was like, "Why are we seeing these mountains all the fucking time?" Yeah, and then it's like, "Wait, that's not the mountains. That's a fucking like it's it's another it's a whole other fucking dimension, dude." Right. Um. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and give uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre a gold star. Um. I mean, what else can I say? It's a classic for a reason. If you haven't watched it and you're a fan of horror, you definitely need to do yourself a favor and give it a give it a watch, man. It holds up. It's great. Um, it, I mean, there's it, not much else to say about it. We've we've been it's, sucking this movie's dick for an hour now. Yeah, it's 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 it, when you watch this film, uh, every. Every Halloween decoration, get-up gimmick thing you could imagine, it's all all the hardcore shit anyway. Like, you know, you see, you see, like, I, I don't know how it is in other, I'm sure it's like this in other places of, of, of the country, but we get a lot of reports and news reports of people having controversial Halloween decorations out in front of their house and this, that, and the other and stuff, and a lot of those people that go that extra mile to get into the Halloween spirit, you can tell that they're that somewhere somewhere in that household's probably a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. Yeah, uh, you know, weird shit being strung up from trees. You know, you've got the weird bone things everywhere. You know, all that all that typical fare. Right. So uh, before we head out, do you guys want to see what? Uh... Mr. Jim Carrey's doing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, I think Jim Carrey checked out a long time ago. Yeah. Did you read I this mean, article? Not, 
uh, I haven't read the article, but I've actually watched a few uh, small, like, short mini-documentaries, I guess. Um, he's not the Jim Carrey we grew up with anymore. That's for damn sure. You know, um, a lot of people, I've heard that he may be preparing for a role he's about to play. Yeah. And that's why when you see well, these interviews, I know he's a weird dude. He he hangs out in a room and meditates and smokes a lot of weed for hours. Yeah. Well, Who I mean, was the last woman art- that was married to him? You remember the... Well, he's an artist now, too. Jenny McCarthy. Uh, his paintings look pretty good. Yeah. I was impressed oh, with his artwork. Like, yeah. They're, uh, he's got one piece in this documentary that's a heart that looks like it's coming in through like an atmosphere or something. That. Uh. That painting was amazing. Yeah. I would love, I would love to have that. Like, that's yeah. a that's a piece I would be proud to have in my house. Yeah. Um, but like you were saying, Adam, uh, with with him preparing for roles, I, I've also He's seen like different that. places too where, well, a, a lot of people said that he went, it went different. It something changed when he played Wait, Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. Oh, he went full Kaufman, dog. <laughs> he, he went. He never go full he, Kaufman. Well, he, he went. Well, I mean, he went full method, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He people had to call him Andy. Well, like the he thing, was the thing hell. Well, one of the things that I saw the most that that he 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 says on a lot of interviews now is that he found it, it's basically him saying he never came back from that, and because he 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 treats his his personality that the public has become accustomed to as what is Jim Carrey. That's just another role he plays. Yeah, it's now. just a character. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe it's a more, it's a more drawn out explanation of him telling people, Hey, I'm just an actor. Yeah. You don't that's know not me. me, that you see me. That's not, you know, like the, the person you see on talk shows, the one that you see in the movies, all, you know, the, the guy that's smiling and just being super animated. That's definitely that's still, not him. <laughs> That's still a character, you know, and I don't know. There's, there's, there's something happened with him psychologically, clearly. Yeah, drugs. Um, I mean, well, I mean, didn't he? Didn't he do DMT at one point? Like, didn't he? He oh, go on some sort of definitely done some heavy psychedelics. He, he, oh yeah, and I've always heard that you have to approach those things with extreme caution. Um, I myself have never done any psychedelics. Um, to say that I haven't no like, pondered it, I mean, th- to say that I haven't pondered it would be a lie. <laughs> but I've I've never done anything. Would you like do it that. with Jim and, Carrey? No, no. <laughs> somebody no. stop me! No, 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 no. Um, I've always heard in those type of environments, you need to be in a good atmosphere. You, you need be to be chill. able. To, you need to be. You need to be in a very positive mindset. Um. I typically have a more uh, bleak outlook. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I feel like something like that wouldn't necessarily. I mean, and then, you know, they say you know it's it. It just depends on who you talk to, what type of a response you're going to get to stuff like that. But most of the people I've ever talked to that that claim to have done it, they they kind of regurgitate the same thing. You know, you like don't want to be with Jim Plus, Carrey when you do it. They all <laughs> say the same thing. Gotta have. You got to have strong willpower. You got to be able to understand that this is not real. You you're going to come back. It's it's something like that, but it's it's something that I haven't done. It's something that I don't plan on doing. It's something that I don't necessarily condone, but if that's what people want to do, they're going to do, you know. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's no skin off my teeth for it, that's for sure. Yeah. 
So apparently uh, Jim Carrey exposed his late ex to drugs, STDs, and mental abuse without any regard, according to an iPad note allegedly penned by his former girlfriend in 2013. Michael Evanetti. The attorney presenting the estranged husband and mother of Carrie's ex, uh, Wyatt, I don't know how to pronounce her first name, released the explosive message on Friday claiming it was written in Wyatt's words and was recently discovered on her iPad during a forensic exam. In the message, which was dated April the 8th, 2013, Wyatt took her own life in September 2015 allegedly accused the actor of a pattern of destructive behavior that greatly impacted her. <clears throat> before you might, before you, I might not have had very much, but I had respect. I was a happy person. I loved life. I was confident and I felt good in my own skin and was proud of most decisions I made. The lengthy letter reads, I met you. You introduced me to cocaine prostitutes, mental abuse, and disease. Now, now by mental abuse, like that, that's, I mean, clearly something's happened. Control freak, probably. But, yeah. but Mind at the games. same time, but at the same time, you got to also think about how a lot of other actors have had the same situation happen to them in various different ways. Like somebody trying and, to get money. Absolutely. Well, well, but, but, but you have to think about this. She killed herself. How's she gonna cash in? Yeah, and then you're like, and then no, but then you think about well, the the letters on the iPad. Anybody could have done that. No, the yeah. the letter is time stamped, twenty thirteen in the iPad. Well, I mean, and 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 I'm definitely not saying I'm giving some sort of definitive answer on this. I'm not a psychologist. I don't assume to know how people think, but I think if one thing has shown people through time, and especially with as many celebrity deaths that we've dealt with and witnessed throughout the years, suicide is usually stemmed from a, like all their life. Like that, yeah. it's something that's been on their mind long before it, they finally just do it. Yeah. Um, well then the letter people, she claims it's, you know, it's got a lot to do with the, having the STDs that she's going to be stuck with for the rest of her life. Yeah. But he's very upset but, about that. <laughs> But see, like perhaps that's dirty. the ca- perhaps that's the catalyst that drove her. Yeah. But she was clearly mentally unstable before that, and that's just her life with Jim Carrey. Obviously, uh, exp- expelled on that more or expanded on that more. I'm uh, words leave me, but you know, it it definitely made that come to the forefront, probably. Right. Well, do you want to hear the whole letter? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I'm I read sure it. it's, it's. I I I think I read snippets because I I remember what you were. I remember the parts that you had read uh, aloud just a minute ago, Griff. You might yeah, as I well mean, for the whole <clears throat> podcast. Um. All right. <clears throat> you have not thought about the stigma I have to live with for the rest of my life. Uh, you have not apologized or once asked. Is there something you can do to make it better or even felt bad for it? Or even ask me how I'm feeling about it. Instead, you did a a whole lot of screaming and turned it around on me. Have you even once sat down and really thought about how this affects me? I still love you, and I believe 
that you sent that text because you cared about me. I was going to tell my lawyer that I didn't want to go further with it until with it when I realized you changed lawyers and you were advised to text me. It wasn't coming from you at all. You probably hate me and are saying whatever is necessary. The decent thing to do, what is that? I think keeping quiet and private about it when I want to scream from the rooftops is a decent thing to do. You know what I want, and it's nothing to do with money. I didn't get a lawyer so I could take your money, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for texting you. I'm sure you will use it against me, but I wanted to say this. Thursday. Whatever the lawyers decide uh, to do, I don't care. This is what I want. You gave me HSV and HPV. I want you to apologize for it because you care enough to. I want you to understand that however little a thing that seems to you, it ruins a girl's life. I want you to take care of other girls and pay attention to your body. Your actions affect people. I don't want to be disrespected like like you've been doing. She didn't enunciate this at all. Before her. Before you, I might not have had very much, but I had respect. I was a happy person. I love life. I was confident, and I felt good in my skin, and I was proud of most decisions I made. I met you. You introduced me to cocaine, prostitutes, mental abuse, and disease. You did good things for me, but being with you broke me down as a person, Jim. I was promised Jekyll. Instead, I got Hyde because I love you, and I would have stuck out Hyde all year and done everything he wanted to be with Jekyll for five of those, but you threw me away when you absorbed anything worthwhile that was left of me. So there's a lawsuit between, um, it says here that um, Lott's estranged husband, Mark Burton, and mother, Bridget Sweetman, are suing Carrie on accusations of wrongful death, claiming the 55-year-old star gave her three STDs without warning and that he used a fake name to get prescription drugs for her, which she used to commit suicide. Well, see, here's where here's where I still kind of cling to the money grab thing. She says in the note that she was told to keep quiet when she wanted to scream and just tell people. Um, she ended up getting really back aff- together with him. If it yeah. really affected her, and it was something of such a, a serious... If it was as serious as that note makes it sound, as far as from her perspective, I think she would have went out and said what she said and dealt with the def and dealt with the defamation lawsuits that could have came from that. Yeah, because it's Jim Carrey, so that's going to happen. But but instead, they kept it strictly business. Well, they actually Um, got back together. Like they were together for someone so downtrodden and so deprived of self-respect. It it wasn't, you know, so I'm not going to have my self-respect, so instead I'm just going to try to get millions of dollars. That doesn't, I mean, I mean, consider me wrong, but, like, that just seems characteristically off. Well, I me. remember uh, uh, reading uh, something else where the, the whole lawsuit, like, Carrie wanted to pay her money to keep her quiet. No, I mean they didn't want it to go public. No, so he I mean, was willing to do whatever to keep people. Because you know, in my yeah. head, I have this image of Jim Carrey, and it's not fucking HPV, herpes, cocaine. Yeah, yeah. never no, have no, I ever thought get... about Jim Carrey being like that. I knew he smoked weed. 
Well, now, here's the thing, don't do. He's a comedian. Yeah, comedians are fucked up people, man. All of yeah. them. Oh, Every goddamn one of like, them. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he didn't do what he did, but well, there. You know, it's clearly there's clearly there's two sides to every story. Than, there's more to it that we'll never know. Definitely, and and the fact that she went back to him. I mean, if it was that bad, then why would you go back to him? You know, right? After she yeah. wrote that, they were back together. It says it in that article. Like they got back yeah. together. Like just for the sake of the conversation, would one of y'all mind uh, pulling up statistics on HPV? A lot of people because have HPV. It's, it's pretty common to. Well, I mean, like a it doesn't lot, affect men. Saying. Like I've seen men just spread I mean, it. I don't. I don't particular. I don't know. I don't. I know. I don't have it. And I know no one in my immediate acquaintanceship yeah. has but it. But it causes cancer, or at least right? to my knowledge. And women, I, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I, 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 I want to say. I, the... I want to say I've seen enough stuff about that, like you know, like medication commercials and stuff like that. That it's it's a fairly common yeah thing. it's pretty bad so it's apparently uh 79 million americans are currently infected with hpv with roughly 14 million people becoming newly infected each year most men and women about 80 percent of sexually active people are infected with hpv at some point was, in their lives what was that early statistic you threw out like it was like 70 something percent of americans 78 million 79 million, 80% of sexually active people are infected with HPV at some point in their lives. So over, so over three quarters of the, of the a lot of, of people. Uh, sexually active people have yeah. that. If you'll go on to read, though, I'm pretty sure for women it causes cancer, right? Yeah, it, uh, it yeah. says, that, it says um, in the uh, following number of cancers are caused by HPV, 90% of anal cancer, 5% of vaginal cancers, 99.9% of cervical cancers, 50% of vulvar cancers, and 35% of penile cancers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a bad thing, but 80% of people have it. It's pretty common. It sounds yes. like a real problem. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's, that's the, the silent thing. killer there, right there. Isn't there, isn't there, uh, for it to have for it to be so not talked about though does that ne- does that mean is there any information in what you're reading griffin that says that there's some sort of treatment that that reduces it or at least makes it dormant or something like that well the, the cancer's cancer well i mean not the cancer aspect i'm meaning like but i know you don't the, always the, get cancer from it but it definitely makes you a bigger candidate yeah. for it, right i mean absolutely especially guess, if you're but, a woman uh, um HPV is basically herpes. Yeah, that's a um, form of herpes. Yeah, and it says that um, the fl- the f- infection cl- often clears up on its own without treatment, and it often doesn't make people sick. But if it doesn't go away by itself and it causes problems, your doctor can treat the symptoms of the infection. These may include genital warts linked to low risk HPV types, and so, the I, cancers- so I guess. So I guess we can assume that she had the more hardcore side of it, right? From the way yeah. this is being explained. Yeah. Well, what she's saying too is she had she had herpes and HPV. So really, it's the yeah. same thing. Right. She had HPV. 
And we'll see. And then HSV. here's the thing, though. No matter who she sleeps with, they got to use protection. She's going to spread it. That's the thing. It spreads like crazy. Like, Right. I just didn't picture Jim Carrey. I mean, here's the thing, too. You know, when you when you shack up with somebody like this, what do you expect your life to be like? Normal? Yeah, for real. It's fucking Jim Carrey, man. Yeah. Would it hurt you to play a little I wonder, fog hat I wonder, every now and then? I wonder how many, I wonder, how, like, as far as the celebrity scene or Hollywood, I wonder just how disease. I've seen articles. And I, that sounds really terrible, but I mean, just like, you know, like you said, Adam, like, these these celebrities, I mean, they're they're not short of oh, they're people. partners. I mean, it's you know, I I can see both sides of it. You know, I can see where like she felt if she felt trapped and all this stuff, and she had an out. Why did she go back? You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what her motivations were, and I don't know if there's any foul play on Carrie's side of it, but it's just a bad situation all the way around. Basically, you know, yeah, I want and, you to run through some. Oh, go ahead and finish. I got something after this, though. Okay. Um, it's like I said, it's just a bad situation all the way around. And it's, and I'm sorry, you know, it sucks. I'm, I'm sorry to the family that she took her own life and she felt that was the only way out. There's other ways of dealing with things besides that. And everybody knows that. You know what I mean? I mean, think of all the celebrities, all the people that we admire that have committed suicide just over the course of us doing this podcast. You know what I mean? There's other avenues. There's people out there that can help you. They can help people. Um, And I understand people feel like they're abandoned. There's nobody there, but there is. And this is just a classic case of she should have reached out to somebody that um, isn't involved in her personal life to get help. You know And the mental abuse or any of that stuff that Carrie did to her, I mean, she could have detached herself from that. He shouldn't have been such a fucking asshole. Yes. But, you know, you know what I mean? They both did wrong. Well, I mean, it's a it's a tried and true example of there's always a better way, but it's always too late when that way is, you know, brought into the into the into the present. Yeah. I mean. Just if anybody's listening to this. Wrap it up. <laughs> well, not only that, but if if you're having those kind of thoughts or something, just talk to somebody. You oh, know, I didn't mean to turn yeah. that into a joke. Oh no, it, no, I, it's it's all good. It's never <laughs> a good thing to do. Like, no, it's, but, it's not a good. It's not a good way out. It's not a good answer. You're gonna you know, hurt. It's gonna hurt way more people. Yeah, if you do that. Yeah. It's going to hurt people. Like, yeah. Sometimes so. it's better to just tough it out than to put your family and friends through that. Yeah, it's a I mean, big fucking move, is what yeah, it is. It's selfish. Yeah. Regardless of your, regardless of your personal beliefs, your religious background. Because um, at the end of the day, that to me that doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, it's it. it Things always get better. What it is is I don't think it's people's capacity to wait for that to get better or to realize that they can make it better themselves. They just have to be in a a positive mindset. And that's easier said than done. I I totally understand that. 
I have okay. a uh, a little thing here about suicide. Uh, my cousin Jackson, his girlfriend, goes to school. She's in high school, so she's going to school with this girl. Uh, a few weeks ago, the girl, her and her boyfriend had a problem. You know, really pretty girl. I saw her, you know, Instagram. I'm like, wow, she's, you know, she would have been fine, you know? Yeah. A uh, cheerleader, you know the type. Yeah. Okay, so she told her boyfriend, you know, that night, she said, tomorrow morning, I'm going to hang myself at school. If you love me, you'll, you know, you'll get there and you'll stop it. So when she got to school, out in the front of the school area, there's trees and stuff. She got in a tree, hung herself, and died. Jesus Christ, Right man. there at the school, man. That's uh, you know, they up. they pulled her down. I mean, she had brain damage. They had her on life support for a couple of days, but then they finally pulled her off, and she's dead. I mean, you know, like a 17-year-old girl. Like, just... It, it, it's, it's really a hard topic to, to try to talk about because, you know... All the factors that lead up to stuff like that, those measures that get taken, um, it really is person to person, you know, for reasons, you know, everyone has their own reason to want to do that. And, you know, and and it, and, and to me, it seems like there's, it, there's the people that do it out of emotion. Uh, the people who are just genuinely sad. Yeah, people that do it out of desperation. And then there are those people, though, that do it because they're going to go out on their own terms. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. uh, Yeah, people, people that are that's people that are like, yeah, but but it's still you know it's still one of those things where even the 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 out on those types of individuals that want to go out on their own terms. Um, I think if. I think there's there's got to be something underlying in their own view that if they could have an open discussion with someone or maybe find like-minded people that that just that that alone could keep them from doing yeah. something drastic. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always you may not see it and you may not know it, but there's always something worth living for. Yeah. It's Absolutely. Always. Your so life if, has value. Yes. You can't. There's nothing. It's not worth it. No. There's nothing that can happen. You only get one. Live it the fuck out. Yeah. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's you, you bought the ticket. Take, Take the, the ride. fucking ride, man. Yeah. Don't do not do that. Yeah. It's very just, selfish. Yeah. Just reach out to people. If you feel that way, for real, though. I mean... We've all been down in the dumps before, you know. Everybody in the, everybody on the planet's been down. They've, you know. Nah, man. If, if didn't know if, what to do. If I die and they say, you know, I killed myself, grab your fucking magnifying glass and your cape, because yeah. it's not true. You know what I'm saying? Right. It'll never happen. Yeah. I'm too selfish to do that. Yeah, for real. I want to live. I want to see where this shit goes. Yeah, what's gonna happen tomorrow? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, and you know, it gets better. This little, yeah, I mean, and it absolutely, um, you know, staying on topic, but still kind of branching away from the more serious aspect of it, because I think you know, at the end of the day, um, people who who choose to do that, you know, they're aware. They they they've heard what you and I 
and what uh, we've all talked about. Um, at this point in life and history and all that kind of stuff, you know, everyone's heard everything. So, I mean, who knows? I don't know. It gets better, though. But yeah, but where I'm getting at is, that, you know, it's weird, but it, it's like it's like part of when people die, um, be it by suicide, natural causes, accidents, whatever. Um, it's like part of the heat death of, and, and I'm getting really far out here, I know, but it's like the heat death of the universe. Um, all science in a nutshell, eventually everything's going to burn out. It's all going to fizzle out and there's going to be nothing. Uh, there are people that think that consciousness, we're all part of a big consciousness that's just interacting with itself. Uh, what makes you, you, Adam, is you and me, me, of course, but we're all, one. all that inner, all that energy and we're all the and, same thing. Yeah. It's all going to burn and, out. Yeah. So is it, is it really strange to try to correlate that with this, with, with, with at least human conscious, like as far as. As far as we know, we're the only living thing that is aware that it is alive or can think. We're the only sentient being that can think past the fact that we need food to eat, sunlight good, clouds bad, Backs, I'm cold. Yeah. yeah, like simple basic survival skills. <laughs> Backs, you know, <laughs> Um, You know. We know we're going to die. But... Despite how bleak that sounds, though, that means we're part of something really incredible. Well, since we know we're, we're going to die, you got to push it, man. Live it out. Live it I up. I mean, I, I saw it in a meme, but it still made me kind of like, oh, my God. This, this, I, I never thought about it. And it was so simple, but it made me laugh. But at the same time, I was like, that's, that's really profound. The brain named itself. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's funny to think about, but it's still very like, you know, it's worth witnessing. It's worth experiencing. Yeah. Even if you don't agree with what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, I mean, that's, I mean, it's all part of it. I mean, yeah. Just don't to get be me wrong. These tragedies are going to happen and yeah. they're never going to stop. Uh, that's part of the, that is as extreme as it sounds, it's part of the human experience and it's going to be the part of the consciousness that's not infected being able to get past that. That's going to decide where we go in our physical here and now, uh, existence. Yeah. So I mean, somebody give that man a cookie. <laughs> Like who doesn't want who doesn't want to be a part of that? Who doesn't want to see where we go next? I do. Uh, you know, I mean, do, do do what you need to do to survive in our society and civilization. Finish school, get you a spouse, get you a couple kids, but look further than that and want to see what's happening. Yeah. Or uh, create. And I mean. I mean, look up, look up fucking Superman, his ideals. I mean, yeah. If you're not I mean, happy, I mean, like a, create, make something. Yeah. 
makes. I, I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't mean to to jump and take the plunge like that, but you know, <laughs> the void. Fuck it, man. We're getting real. Yeah, real estate. Make baby. something. Do a podcast. Make a song. <laughs> fucking. We changed. We changed. Change short film. Do you have no reason? There's nothing you can say. You can't say, "Well, I don't have access to a camera." You got a cell phone? I don't have a microphone. You got a cell phone? You know, like yeah, yeah. it can be done. You have it. Yeah, make something. That's right. Yeah, quit thinking about gloom and doom and yeah. Find something that you're really passionate about. Just something that takes your mind off the bullshit and just. Immerse yourself in it to the point where you want to add to it. You know what I mean? It helps. That's like that, and it comes full circle. That's, that's why what we're to- sitting here. That's what Toby Hooper did with that's, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's you why know? we played music together. That's why. Yeah. We wanted I mean, more. Yeah. So there's always, you know. It may not look it, but there's always a silver uh, lining. Yeah. So take take all your frustrations and let it motivate you. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Yeah. <laughs> Haters going to hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck them. So fuck them. Just, yeah. you know. Would you guys like to hear how many celebrities have herpes? <laughs> yes. And, all right. Check it out. Yes. I want I to change it, but way. let's, you know. No, dude. Anne Hayes, herpes. <coughs> Anne Hayes' butthole has herpes. <laughs> Eric Jeter, herpes. Damn. Yeah. This one broke my heart, and I've never looked at her the same. I saw this a few years ago. Jessica Alba, herpes. Damn. Really? Paris Hilton? Wow. I mean, come on. You know, you kind of guess that, you know? Yeah. Britney Spears, yeah. herpes. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We got Pamela Anderson, herpes. Yeah. She's also got hep C. They, they yeah. left that off. The Beckhams, <laughs> the Beckhams have herpes. All of them. You know, even the kids. Jesus It just Christ. says the Beckhams. Robin Williams had herpes. Damn, you know? Yeah. Janet Jackson, herpes. Michael Vick, herpes. That's why he did what he did, you know? <laughs> That's why he was fighting them dogs. Yeah, herpes, <laughs> It'll drive you crazy. Oh. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, herpes. Forget about it, you know? <laughs> I mean, come on. Who didn't see that coming? Yeah. You know, Liza Minnelli herpes, uh, old herpes. <laughs> Tommy Lee herpes also has hep C. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, him and Pamela Anderson, they kind of did that together. I think Pamela Anderson also gave it to Kid Rock. So think so? I mean, they were together for a long time. He's running for Senate, though. <laughs> Wait, let me finish this what? list, and then we'll talk about that. What? Billy Idol, what? herpes. Wait, no, wait, Billy Idol, herpes. I'm almost finished. No, say that again. Say that again. I have to hear that again. Wait, what? wait. He said Chris, He said, Kid Rock's running for Senate. What? Wait, no, wait, wait. Magic Johnson, it says STDs. <laughs> I'll say. Uh, who else we got? Who else we got? David Hasselhoff, herpes. I mean, yeah. don't hassle the Hoff. Yeah. All right, let's get back to this Kid Rock thing. That's the first yeah. I've heard. Really? Yeah, I mean, is he running in Detroit or something? In Michigan, yeah. We're both typing it in. <laughs> I can hear you. I heard, yeah. Kid, I heard you spell rock. What? For real. Have, He's what got a mean? website. The website is kidrockforsenate.com. That's not going to happen. Dude, look. <laughs> 
We listen. We allowed. <laughs> now that Trump's allowed, president, anybody thinks they can we, run. No, we allowed Schwarzenegger. We fucking we were cool with Jesse Ventura. <laughs> and I mean, I'll God say damn, Jesse Ventura. Like not, whether you like it or not, we got Donald Trump. But God damn it, I draw the line at Kid Rock, dude. <laughs> Like, yeah, come on. Next thing you know, well, he'll be like running for president. Do you want to hear his official statement? I see it. Please read it for the people at home. When my name was thrown out there for U.S. Senate, I decided to launch KidRockForSenate.com. I was beyond overwhelmed with the response I received from community leaders, D.C. pundits, and blue-collar f- folks who were just <clears throat> simply tired of the extreme left and right bullshit. As part of the excitement surrounding this possible campaign, I decided to take a hard look to see if there was real support for me as a candidate and my message, or if it was just because it was a fresh news new news story. The one thing I've seen over and over is that although people are unhappy with the government, too few are even registered to vote or do anything about it. We have over a year left until an actual election. So my first order of business to get people engaged and registered to vote while continuing to put out my ideas on ways to help working class people in Michigan and America, all while still calling out these jackass lawyers who call themselves politicians. During this time, while exploring my candidacy for U.S. Senate, I am creating a 501c4, a nonprofit organization, for the promotion of voter registration, not only can I raise money for this critical cause, but I can help get people registered to vote at my shows. Since the announcement, well, most have families, <laughs> so I don't think. So. No, no. Listen, no. It's it's actually beautiful. He's probably not going to run for Senate. What he's what he is, he's probably going to be a Republican recruiting tool. Oh, um, since since the announcement, the media has speculated this was a ploy to sell shirts and promote something. I can tell you I have no problem selling Kid Rock shirts, and yes, I absolutely will use this this media circus to sell slash promote whatever I damn well please. Um, but, but either way, money raised at this time through the sale of merchandise associated with this very possible campaign will all go t- towards our registered to vote efforts. One thing is for sure, though, the Democrats are shatting in their pantaloons right now. And rightfully so. We will, we will be scheduling a press conference in the next six weeks or so to address this issue amongst others. And if I decide to throw my hat in the ring for U.S. Senate, believe me, it's game on, motherfuckers. Kid Rock. Yeah, I think, I think, I think he's, he, he's going to try to get Republican. I think he's going to buy with the buy the bang the bang diggy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> do, you really, do you think he's really the real deal? Or he's going to try to be the real deal? Legit, man. He's, like set, he's sitting on a blue chair with stars with a stuffed deer. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. happening. I mean, I mean, if he does that, guys, to to, to do recruitment, I mean. I want that black man. shirt, man. Dude, Kid listen, Rock 18. What, listen, pull up. <laughs> just see if, see if this is possible. Look up how much Kid Rock's net worth is. It's up there. Okay. And then, and then look up how much it costs to run a professional campaign for any kind of like government office. Because uh, I don't think 
I don't think he's going to really have the money, and I don't think the I mean, fundraising is going to – He's got gonna, the money. I mean – Here's the thing, though, man. He's already doing shows and concerts. He's already promoting the brand of Kid Rock. Yeah. He can do that at his shows. True. I mean, 80 million is what I'm seeing. Yeah, that's what I got. How much? 80 million is what he's got. Okay. The shirts and stuff, that'll bring in money for the campaign. I mean, dude, he's already promoting the brand. He plays shows, you know, all over the country. He's already on the campaign trail. So he, so and who's going to vote for Kid Rock? It'll be the fans. Or if I heard, or if I heard incorrectly, did he say all merchandising that he's making is going to start going into the register to vote campaign? So he he's going to forego his profits for that, right? Is that essentially what he's saying? Well, he's saying any money that he makes off of the Kid Rock for Senate merchandise. Oh, okay. So, okay. There's shirts the and hats. The stuff that's promoting the campaign will go yeah. to the campaign. Let's yes. make Kid Rock he's great say, again. So he's actually saying he's not going to make money off of this. He just wants to see if it's if it's even viable. Yeah. He basically said that if he makes money off of it, then good. Whatever he makes off of his T-shirt sales that says Kid Rock for Senate is going to go into his um, 501c4. Whatever that is, yeah. nonprofit organization. That's right. He's just laying out where where the money's going out of. I mean, this. look before the last election, I would have been like, nah, but I mean, now, it can happen. Yeah, these motherfuckers are gonna start coming out of the woodwork. Like, yeah, I mean, he's got a following. I'm pretty. I mean, they. I'm sure they love him in Michigan, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's dude, left if, of if, it? I mean, if he. If he becomes some sort of, like I've been saying, if he becomes some sort of recruitment tool in the end. To get people to vote Republican? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing He's definitely going to run as a Republican. Well, I mean, well, no, actually, there's there are plenty of, uh, I guess, the more liberal side of music and entertainment and all that, that, that just openly promote that. Mm-hmm. The whole, well, I, well, obviously, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, it's, you know, P. Diddy did that rock the vote thing that helped with Obama. Yeah. Uh, countless, countless uh, voting campaigns happened. Because uh, I remember I remember in those the Obama elections where you would see those voting commercials on just about every other channel and you would yeah. hear it on yeah. uh, rock the vote. Vote or die, motherfucker, vote or die. <laughs> For, that was it. The average. Didn't, didn't South Park spoof an episode like of that? Of course, yes. Yeah. I uh, vaguely remember it because I remember like P Diddy like chasing after people and killing them because Yeah, that's the gay life. fish episode. He just wants to be a gay fish, right? Ain't that, no, that's that Kanye episode? West. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That shit was funny too, but Um it says the average price of winning or holding on to a six year term in the US Senate is ten thousand four uh ten million four hundred and seventy six thousand four hundred and fifty one dollars. In the 2012 election cycle. I mean, dude, call me poor, but that is an unfathomable amount of money. You know, Kid Rock came from money. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, his his family was loaded. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I watched the Behind the Music. Yeah. For real. You think you know, (laughs) but you have no idea. The Diary. 
Yeah. Kid Rock. So uh, that's a thing. I, I miss that show. <laughs> they were cheesy, but they were fun to watch. Yeah. I used to watch them all the time. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. I think the last one they put out that I watched was the Pantera one. Yeah. I, I vaguely, I think, I, I think I, I saw like previews for it. I, it was so new, I believe it had the killing of Dimebag Daryl at the end of it, right? Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. I'll, now, I will never forget that, the night that he, he got oh, shot. Man. Like yeah. I remember waking up in the middle of the night, and MTV, I had it, I would go to sleep watching videos and shit back that when MTV crazy. actually, when MTV actually played music videos. <laughs> huh? But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, guys, uh, there used to not be as much reality TV out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I remember in the middle of the night waking up, and it was... Uh, Kurt Loader. Kurt Loader. It was Kurt Loader supporting it. This just uh, Yeah. So it, it was like... It, 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 and, and the way he was reporting it, like, it had just happened maybe just a couple hours prior. Yeah. Kill confirmed, he said. Um... Do you want to know how much it costs to run for president? How much? How much? One billion dollars. Really? Wow. Yeah. They said that Obama raised and spent uh, $750 million in 2008. Um, so they're based off of that, it's going to round out to over a billion for Trump and Hillary. Yeah, but check this out, man. I mean, if you're a touring musician like Kid yeah. Rock, you're already on the campaign trail. Yeah, exactly. And the people coming to your shows, that's the people voting for you. Yeah. I mean, you you already own it. So all you got to do Two birds is... birds one stone. Well, instead of bullshitting between the songs, you just throw a couple of campaign slogans in there. there. Now, I wonder, I wonder, maybe maybe I'm, I'm looking at the world too competitively, but wouldn't that cause problems with him being able to book dates? If he won, like he now, wouldn't be able now, to play as now that, Well, I mean... Well, not, well, no, like not, not, not the after, but like say what he's doing now. Uh, now that it's in the open that he's, you know, trying or thinking about running or whatever. Well, well I think op- won't, wouldn't the opposition work that way though? Like, well, okay, I, well, we're just, we're gonna find ways so that you can't do it. Um. Well, I think the thing would happen. I mean, they can't stop no. a show from happening. No. So if he's touring and just happens to have a, a campaign speech scheduled in that same town, you know what I mean? I think it would be like, a, and this is something I wanted to bring up during the Jim Carrey thing, but I didn't get around to it, was the um, separating the art from the artist. So it'd be separating the art from the politician at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like he would, he he would obviously still. I mean, if 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 Kid Rock is not a character to try to keep in line with with, with the Carrie thing, if Kid Rock is is now just a, a character that whatever his real name is, uh, is just inhabits now when he does that music, um. Is he gonna drop? Is he gonna drop the show and be serious? You know, suit and tie. Maybe with maybe maybe with typical Kid Rock flair. You know, like what got him in office to look, but like, is he gonna? You know, like I I just no, he's gonna be Kid Rock, man. 
It's yeah. just going to be strange. It's just going to be strange. To see. Like if, if if he pulls a Trump and gets elected, what's a press conference with him, like a legitimate one, going to look like? Coors Light. It's going to look like the Chappelle Show. Yeah. Well, you know? will we get? So do you think? So you think like in between, or you know, like obviously he'll have commercial breaks in his speeches for the sake of what I'm about to say, but like. He'll have a commercial break, and we'll see, like, the previews for the next WWE pay-per-view or something. Yeah, I mean, that's how he's going to come out. It's going to be, like, a long walkway, and you're going to hear, My name is Ken! Yeah, and he's play, that's out. the campaign song. Yeah. How, how, how of the people and by the people he's going to make it. <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, this is, it's, I don't know. What a time to live. Yeah. You know, like for real. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of a state. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> the, more, the, more, the more crazier things that are happening and the more frequent that they're happening, the more, the more that, like, dude, we, dude, the Mandela effect, man, we're, we're fucking, we're jumping timelines, guys. Like, shit. <laughs> How much do you think one of these Kid Rock t-shirts is? $20. $30. $25. I mean, oh, my God. Me. You can get a Kid Rock for U.S. Senate yard sign. I'm going to get it and That's put it in my yard. souvenir right there. That's going to be a collector's <laughs> item one day. Are you, are, you, yeah. are you gonna are you, do it, Griffin? Please. You're in prime location, too. I know. I'm going to buy a bunch of them and put them on that fence across the road. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what the fuck is this about? Hey, dude, make a zig path out of it, dude. Like, have one on the – start on the right, go to the left, go to the right. Because, <laughs> like, it's just oh, – This dude's really passionate about Kid Rock getting fucking Senate in Michigan. Like, hell yeah. Devil without a cause. <laughs> oh, 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 he's he's done got the street team going. Oh man, of course it never stopped. That's um hysterical. Yeah. All right, guys. Is there anything else we need to cover? I don't think we can top that. No. So if you're in Michigan and you feel like Kid Rock speaks to you, you know, well, go in the words of Donald him. Trump, what have you got to lose? Yeah, for real. You've already I... lost everything. My so, name is Gay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next week we're going to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Um, I'm pretty excited. It's a comedy horror, so, you know. I'm looking yeah. forward. I'm looking forward to every episode that we're about to do with these. Hey, yes. whenever, um, whenever the hitchhiker guy put the picture down and pulled his little pouch out and pulled the stuff out. I was like, is he about to drop Jerry Garcia on this fucking picture? Dude, I didn't know what was happening. I thought he was going to start smoking crack, meth. I don't he know. marked them. Yeah. They were marked. Oh, mar- yeah. In some weird um, way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, vote for Kid Rock Kid if Rock. you're into that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd vote um, for him. Why not? For real. Um... Next week we got uh you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, my uh, week two of my victory, uh, <laughs> you know what I a won. victory lap yeah I know four oh. weeks a four week cr- long victory lap yeah rub it in it. <laughs> uh, when Lord when's gonna be Adam's time never 
<laughs> it'll happen. Well, I think I think I think in keeping the nature the nature of uh, us going in cycles here, I think he should have next pick by default. I'm bringing up the rear. Yeah, that'll work. And then, I should and then win the next again. game by default. <laughs> okay. Well, how about this? How about how about Adam gets the new year? The new year uh, start like he can just that'll be the first four movies. Naked of the year. Lunch two. No, I'm just kidding. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, or better yet, we can, or better yet, we can wipe uh, the slate clean and. Uh, ah man, you got you got to carry your wins. Come on, uh, you want to win it? Yeah, I'm, I want to like, cause then I want on down the road. I want to be like, no, nah, I've got fucking, I've got five wins <laughs> in the bag. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, 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 game on then, Adam. We'll we'll definitely do that then. Yeah. I'll cut oh, your tires. Yeah. Damn, that's a I'm long drive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Four hour drive, cut his tires, drive back. So, I mean, is it is it too soon to start thinking about what the next game is going to be and when? Um, well, I was thinking probably the next time we do it, and this is something I've been thinking about. You know, this year we did uh, the Academy Awards. We picked the we did a uh, picks mm-hmm. on it. I was thinking about doing that. Um, and then getting everybody that has participated in the podcast to do picks. Yeah. And then if they win, then they get to pick four movies for us to watch, you know? Oh, and then, yeah. but if you like, we win, you know, whatever, um, we can do it same as always. But I was thinking maybe getting two more guests in before the end of the year, somebody to finish out November and somebody to, to do Christmas, the Christmas time. So, um, you know, if you guys have anybody in mind, I was thinking about hitting up uh podcast time forgot those guys to to fill one of the the one of the months up. Mm-hmm. So if you got if you guys had anybody in mind to fill to bring up the the final month, you know, be all right. All right. But yeah. but uh but yeah, check us out next week. Um, you know, Maybe you learned something this podcast. Maybe you didn't. You know, maybe you know ball with the ball. So if, uh, you've, if you've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you did not like it, I really want to know why. Yeah, I would really like to know that too. Tweet us, one lame motherfucker. Email us. Yeah, we've got uh, at Real Estate Pod, Real Estate Podcast at Gmail dot com, Facebook, MySpace, Twitter. Yeah, just hit us up. We're there. Yeah. Um, have you paid your dues, Adam? The check's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs>
name is 